Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with Zan Tyler, and we are talking about the importance of creating a family vision. If you missed our episode on Monday, go back and listen to that. Um, This is such an important topic and something that as homeschool families, we need to think about. And as I said at the end of last, um, our, our last episode, don't allow this to become a stressful thing for you where you feel like, oh no, now I've got to sit down and formulate this whole plan and this vision and write it down and frame it. And don't do that. I mean, you can do that if you want to, but don't don't feel like <laughs> if you don't do that, you're somehow failing your family or failing your kids. This is just something that as we parent and, and you know, as we parent, as we go about our, you know, marriages and life, we all need to know where we're going. And so whether you realize you're doing it or not, you do have a family vision because let me tell you, if you didn't, you wouldn't be homeschooling. That's right. Right? That's right. That's right. I mean, that's why we're homeschooling for some reason. There's a reason why you're doing what you're doing. And so you've got a vision, whether you realize it or not, it's just maybe trying to hone it in. Um, But we're going to dig back into this. But before we do, I want to thank our sponsor again, CTC Math. You guys, they are an incredible sponsor of this podcast. We are so grateful for them. If you guys are looking for a great math curriculum, go to ctcmath.com, try them out, see if it's a great fit for your family. You will not be disappointed. ctcmath.com. So Zan, um, welcome back. I'm excited to have you talking about this topic with me this week. thank you. It's so good to be back. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's talk about about the family. Let's talk about the family unit, because of course, if we're creating a family vision, we need to have a family that is somehow bonded with one another, connected with each other, because you, you know, years ago we did a parenting class and I remember, um, our pastor who was teaching it at the time, he said, you know, imagine that a family is standing in a circle with their arms around each other, making a circle together and they're all facing inward. That's what a family unit should look like. We're all facing Mm -hmm. in towards each other, praying together, doing life together, supporting each other, encouraging each other. He said, or you can have a family who is standing in the same circle, but everyone's facing out and everyone's going their own different directions. And that doesn't create unity. You can't very well link arms and have unity when everyone's facing the opposite direction. And that's the picture I get when we think about creating a family vision is that it's the whole family facing each other, linking arms, you know, or or holding mm-hmm, each other, you mm-hmm. know, in, in, in kind of a huddle type of yes. thing. You know, think of yes. a football team, you know, a football team is going to have a vision, right, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. where they're going and they huddle together. They have their plan of action. I'm talking like I actually understand football. I don't <laughs> at all. But, you know, I know that they talk about their different plays and, and whatever their plan is for the next part of the game in order to win the game. That just came to me. That's pretty smart. Yeah, huh? that's very. That's great. That's great. I, love, I just happen to love football, so that's very good. <laughs> Do you? I don't see you as a football lover. That's so funny. I don't understand the game at all, but but I'll pretend to for this analogy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> For those who do love football, you're welcome for that. Um, But yes, really as a family, you know, huddling together, figuring out what our plan of action is so that we can win this game, not alone, not separated from each other, but together as a family. So Zan, you have a family who your kids are now grown. They're out of your home. You've got grandkids, yet you still have a family unit that's very well intact. How did, how did you do that and talk to us younger homeschool mamas who are still in this game about how we can create that same family unity and family bond with one another? 
Well, you know, I think there's some simple things we can do and realize and maximize that are not difficult, that are just sort of there, that are ripe for the picking, you know, that mm-hmm. that are easy to overlook. So one of the things um, I, I talk about a lot when I speak is really the importance of developing intimacy in your home. And I think there are three or four great keys for that. And the thing about these is it's all free. Um, and, and scripture talks about intimacy. It, this was God's idea, not mm-hmm. ours. I mean, the bridegroom and the bride and the Lord's Supper is a time of communion till he comes again. The name of Jesus means God with us. So he wants this sense of what you were saying that yeah. we're facing inward together with our arms around each other, an outward mission, but an inward bond and unity. And so two of the things that I think that are so important in creating intimacy are time and conversation. Mm. And, and those are things that are right there with us. A lot of people say, oh my goodness, I don't know how in the world you can spend so much time with your kids. And a friend of mine who had 10 kids all at the grocery store with him. And this woman said that to her, she said, well, if you don't want to spend that much time with your kids, they probably don't want to spend that much time with you. Oh, <laughs> and her kids were, mom, that's awful. <laughs> and she said, well, they need to think about those things. <laughs> but I can remember when, um, Ty and John, were, my sons were nine and seven when my daughter Lizzie was born. We had lost a little girl the year before Lizzie was born. So this was a really special time. And, uh, and so Ty asked me, you know, it's August where Lizzie's being born in September, which I said, I'd never have a baby in September when I was homeschooling, you know, <laughs> so we're trying to get a year's worth of math done before she's born. And Ty says to me, mommy, how do you make a baby love you? And I said, uh-huh. oh, Ty, I, I don't know, honey, but we got to finish this math. You know, I mean, you know, that's my, like my spiritual answer to this question. So after Lizzie was born, she was about two, two weeks old. Ty, who's nine, comes into my room and says, mommy, um, Lizzie, the baby was crying and I got her up and cleaned her umbilical cord and changed her diaper like the doctor showed us. And I hugged her and loved her and sang to her, but she still needs you. So he lays her in my lap in the bed and he walks out and turns around and says, and mom, you know that question, <clears throat> excuse me, I asked you about how you make the baby love you. Well, now I know you take care of her and spend lots of time with her and sing to her and talk to her and she'll love you back. Mm. And I thought, you know, out of the mouth of babes, because we've changed the narrative. It's not the quantity of time, it's the quality. But both of those things are important. And a lot of times the quality arises from the quantity, right? you know, just your daily doing chores together, eternal questions pop up. And so I think that time is one of those things that creates strong families. And you have that in spades in your homeschool. And one of the other things is conversation. And I have an auditory kinesthetic child, my oldest. So he learns by talking and doing. And I'll talk about that in just a minute. So when he was going to college, I needed to know that all of his auditory faculties were intact, that he didn't (laughs) have any auditory processing family. Um, problems because you can't go to college and depend on kinesthetic skills, you know, to learn in the classroom. So I took him, I was concerned because he had had a lot of ear infections as a child and he was such a strong auditory learner. So this audiologist says to me, Zan, I've never, let me underline, never seen anybody with Ty's medical history that didn't have auditory processing problems. 
So after an hour and a half, she comes back to me and she says, I want to know how you homeschool Ty. And I said, well, I'd like to tell you how I homeschooled John and Lizzie. It was a lot prettier. <laughs> and she said, no. She said, well, I read, if he didn't hear it, it didn't lodge between his brains. He'd read a page, I'd read a page. We'd talk about it even when he was in high school. And she mm-hmm. said, well, Zan, I, I have no, she said, I've got a hypothesis for, for this, but Ty has no auditory processing problems. And he, she said, I think the reason is because of all the conversation in your home, his brain has developed new neuropathways to replace the old damaged neuropathways. Wow. And that is so powerful. And I have two quotes that I really want to read to the moms listening, because to me, this is so freeing and enabling. Um, I was reading this book, Jessica Holtzie gave me a long time ago. She was the founder of the Konos curriculum and it was called Endangered Minds. And I think the Dr. Jane Healy was a a neurologist. uh, And she just, she really believed that one of the things that was happening in our culture is that kids didn't get enough talk. Do we have time yeah, for okay. this? Okay. All right. So she reads two quotes. One is from this one doctor who is concerned that children are not receiving large enough daily doses of talk, either at mm. home or school. With increasing numbers of young children spending time in daycare or school settings, we must pay special attention to their need to talk to adults and to each other, she insists. I just believe that kids talking and having language experiences of all kinds in any kind of medium is critical. Kids have to talk. They should be encouraged constantly to talk. And older people need to participate with them, guide them, help them develop and expand their abilities. Wow. And then in terms of time, she, she quotes another doctor in this book, and she says, Dr. Scheibel is personally convinced that interaction with adults, including language stimulation, is one of the growing brain's most important assets. Without being melodramatic, he told me, I think it would be very important to tell parents they are participating with the physical development of the youngster's brain to the exact degree that they interact with them and communicate with them. Language interaction is building tissue in their brains, so it's also help, helping to build their futures. And so it's so interesting to me that conversation is so key in the educational process. Mm-hmm. But then when we look at the discipleship process, what does Deuteronomy 6 tell us? To talk to our kids when we sit down and rise up and walk in the way and go to bed and go to soccer practice. I mean, whenever we're with our kids, God tells us the way to impress these things on their hearts is to talk with them. And so we see that conversation is so key in discipleship and education. And I think, gosh, how perfect time and conversation. We really just have that. I mean, it's just abundant in our homeschools and we can take advantage of that regardless of the curriculum we use or the way we homeschool, those types of things. Yeah. And I think that is, it is so important. And I think we have lost the art of that in many ways, even Mm -hmm. as homeschool parents, you know, how often, and, and I'm just as guilty of this as, you know, many others where my kids are needing my attention, or maybe they don't even need it. They're not asking for it, but they're in my presence and I'm on my phone, you know, checking emails or, you know, doing Mm -hmm. something. And, and, and not that we can't do that sometimes, but you know, there's, there's nothing that drives me more insane than going to a restaurant and seeing a whole family sitting at a table and everybody on their phones or or tablets, you know, they've got a tablet set up in front of their kids and parents are on their phones. And I'm like, 
what are you doing? You know, do you, mm-hmm. do you even realize what you're missing out on right now? And it's so sad to me. Um, but I, I think sometimes we think because we're with our kids all day long and you were talking about quality versus quantity, we think that because we're with our kids all day, we're giving them everything that they need. And I think sometimes we're not, maybe we're not giving them enough of our attention and enough time to communicate and learn how to communicate, not just with us, but with other people as well. Mm -hmm. You know, the people that they're exposed to. We have a um, really sweet lady who just moved in next door to us a few months ago. And Lacey, my youngest, um, she has just befriended this lady. She's a grandma and she lives alone. And so Lacey loves to go over there and just visit her. And she says, you know, mom, I think she really enjoys it when I come over because she just wants someone to talk to. And Lacey needs someone to talk to. (laughs) And um, so it's, it's great because it gives her the chance to converse with another adult and have different kinds of conversations with someone else who's not in her immediate family, you know, and as homeschoolers, our kids need that because, you know, sometimes they are locked up in the house for (laughs) days on end and they need to have interaction with other people. But yeah, that, I think that's so important to just remember the importance of communication with our kids. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Are you struggling with managing homeschooling your child on a day-to-day basis? BJU Press has a new homeschool planner that can simplify your homeschooling. With BJU Press Homeschool Hub, you can see your child's work for each day, track grades, and grade assignments all in one organized system. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub can make your experience more manageable and more enjoyable. You can have the resources you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the Hub can improve your homeschooling. Are you ready to restore our constitutional republic? Patriot Academy is on the front lines of the mission to educate, train, and inspire millions of citizens to know and live their freedoms. With courses and materials from America's Constitution coach, Rick Green, Patriot Academy's Constitution training will equip you to be a leader in your community. You don't have to know anything about history, the Constitution, or the law to get started. The courses and coach training are free. Find a class today or sign up to be a Constitution coach at patriotacademy.com. Again, that's patriotacademy.com. We are back with Zan, and we're talking about the importance of creating a family bond. Um, You talked about the importance of time and conversation learning how to communicate with our kids. What are some other ways that we can create that family bond? Well, I want to talk about two things, and that is becoming students of your children and then having some shared life experiences. Okay. And uh, it, and this is one of my favorite stories, and it's actually one of the biggest teaching moments in my life. Again, it was at our co-op, and I, somebody had given me like 30 old National Geographic maps. <laughs> so I thought, what do you do with out of date? But they had these great... Um, stories about people groups and the maps were like five by seven five feet by seven feet they were huge maps so at the end of our co-op this was a public speaking class and i had a dozen 10 to 15 year old boys in this class so it was so much fun and i was trying i have no spatial relationship skills i'm trying to fold up all these maps and they're coming out this thick <laughs> and the next class is waiting to come in and shane who was 13 came up and said miss tyler give me those maps i can fold them up for you so in about five seconds flat he folds them all up they're <laughs> sleek and thin. i said shane honey how did you do that he said miss tyler you got to fold them the way they're bent 
And I was doing a Bible study at that point by Chuck Swindoll, and it was on Proverbs 22, 6, which we all know, teach a youth about the way about the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not part and depart from it. Swindoll said, we might paraphrase the verse to read, adapt the training of your children so that it is in keeping with their individual gifts or bents, the God-given characteristics built into them at birth. When maturity comes, they will not leave the training they have received. So I think if we want to have strong families that are bonded, and we were talking about a family vision, which Mm -hmm. includes having a strong family, then we have got to understand our children. Um, The title of that workshop that I did in Arizona was um, Pulling Together in the Same Direction. Mm -hmm. We need to know our kids' learning styles, how they learn what their strengths are, what motivates them, what discourages them, what their personality types are, what their spiritual gifts are, so that we can co-labor with the Holy Spirit to work with them. If you want conflict in your family, just try to make your child become something that they're not. Mm. It's not that we don't want them to be better and work harder, but we've got to figure out how God has made them so that we can work with them in that process and not against them. Wow, that's super powerful. It's so important. And we have such a great opportunity to know who our kids are. Yes, absolutely. We're with them more than anyone absolutely. else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and you know, then the other thing I would just, my husband is so big, you know, Joe, he's so big on um, shared emotional experiences or shared life experiences. And he saw this a lot in the workplace. He was a project manager at a huge IT software company. And uh, and so he would they would get to the end of these projects and they'd be working 24 hours a day. And he said he could just begin to see the affairs happen because mm-hmm. these people are working together all the time. They've got this shared goal. Right. And so you see the power in a negative way of that mm-hmm. happening. So we need to take that force of shared life experiences and make that work for us. Um, you know, just fun things. Of course, we bond through our schooling I'm, yeah. because sure. it, it shouldn't be a chore every day. Now, there is a lot of work and sometimes work is not fun, but that's bonding. But I can remember Joe made this list during COVID of things we used to do. I mean, hike with your kids, do stargazing at night. We live in the country, so we would take the blankets out when there were meteor showers and we had a telescope and friends would come over and, you know, it's just a lot of fun. You can sleep the next morning and, and do things like that. Plant a victory garden together. Study World War II. Find out what the victory gardens were. We can garden together, take field trips together, travel together, do mission trips together. All these things that give us these shared experiences. And, and you know, okay, so in my naivete, I used to say I wanted to homeschool my kids because I didn't want them to have the problems I had growing up. Now, I had great parents. I'm not, that's not what I mean. But you want to save your children from problems. Well, that's not going to happen because problems in this world follow us wherever we go. We want to teach them, you know, how to deal with problems. And one of the greatest teachers for us, I think, is pain and suffering as Mm -hmm. a family. When when we lost Joy, I was six months pregnant. And so she was, she died at birth and, um, and I almost died. And that was a real, that was a time to teach them the truth of eternal life and how we would see joy again. She's just going to have the perfect parent 
all yeah. of her life. And, you know, all of these things, being threatened with jail and working through all that together, uh, those are bonding experiences. So they, they're happy times. And sometimes it's like camping. People say the reason camping is so bonding is because you have so many things that go wrong. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not being a great camper, I cannot say this from experience, <laughs> just from what other people have told me. Um, but I just think um, Ray Vanderlaan, who was a He's a great Christian educator and used to do the things for Focus on the Family, taking the Holy Lands and making application into our lives. I think his PhD was in Hebrew studies. He was a Christian educator and he I heard him speak one time with my daughter and he said, the books we choose for our kids, and he was an academician, are is our curriculum. The interruptions and the painful things God brings into our life is his curriculum. Mm, wow. You know, isn't that powerful? Yes powerful. And so all of these things are bonding, you know, these shared life experiences, the joys and the sorrows make us closer as a family, but it's that time together. Yeah. Yeah. Such good stuff. Well, we are out of time. We are going to come back tomorrow. We're going to continue talking about this. We're going to tie it all together with a big, pretty red bow and how all of this relates to creating a family vision. And then we're going to give some practical um, tips on, 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 well, not how to do that, because um, we've talked about that, but I want to actually read a couple that I, I got off the internet um, that I just thought were really, really good, just to give you an idea of what this can look like for your family. So Zan, thank you for sharing with me again today. Where can people find out more about you? Uh, they can go to my website, zantyler.com. That's a, a great place for them to start. Sounds great. And you mentioned at the beginning of the last um, session that you also work with BJU Press Homeschool. Yes. Yes. And you can go to homeschoolhelp.com and uh, and find all out all about what we're doing there. Okay. Sounds great. We'll put those links in the show notes. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow. Have a great afternoon. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.